Welcome from the Las Vegas Convention Center in Las Vegas, Nevada. We are at the EMS World Expo, the largest EMS event in North America, where over 5,300 EMS professionals come from over 44 countries to unleash their potential. This is EMS World Presents Stories from the Expo, an archive of the 2017 EMS World Expo. My name is Jeff Jarvis. I'm a paramedic and an EMS physician. I'm the medical director for Williamson County EMS and Marble Falls Area EMS. And just in case you're wondering, that's in Texas. One of the things that I've been uh, a bit of a uh, evangelist for is the dangers of intubation done wrong. And that's the, the key thing there. I'm a big advocate for intubation, comma, done right. And uh, I think Frequently, when we think about intubation done wrong, we think about um, esophageal intubation. Well, with the onset of uh, waveform capnography, that almost never happens anymore. I mean, it's almost willful negligence to, to miss an intubation. Where we get in trouble now is we don't recognize the consequences and adverse events of intubation. We miss all the peri-intubation hypoxia and bradycardia and cardiac arrest. Um, we miss the pressure changes in the lungs and the damages we're doing with hyperventilation. Um, so we look at it and say, well, you know, they coded while we we're intubating. It just happened. They were really sick, and I'm sure I had nothing to do with it. And when, in fact, we're actually probably the reason they went into cardiac arrest. So we have done some research uh, in our system about changing the way we intubate. We no longer intubate hypoxic patients. We no longer intubate hypotensive patients. We fix it first. And there's nothing unique about that to our system. A lot of places are doing that. Um, but when I was researching, uh, I was preparing a manuscript on this about what the effects of this approach are, I just saw how often we were seeing peri-intubation hypoxia. Uh, it was happening about 47% of all of our non-cardiac arrest intubations. So that made my eyes open up and I said, man, we, we got to do something about this. Uh, we didn't, none of us signed up to kill our patients. We ought to do it differently. So I try to go around uh, to as many places as will have me uh, preaching the gospel of not intubating, resuscitate before intubate. So the, the other thing that I did here, so I, I kind of talked about some other research stuff, and uh, then I presented some research at the UCLA uh, Research Forum. And by the way, thank you all very much for, for sponsoring that at EMS World. That was incredible. It's the first time that I've seen an EMS conference with a, a strong focus on research. I really think if we want to progress our profession, um, that's the way we need to do it. The paper that I presented here is talking about trying to use some statistics from a large data set to define what the plateau point is. And the plateau point is what I'm calling the point at which something should go off in your head that said, look, we've tried to intubate this guy four times. It's not working. Odds are the fifth time is just like peeing in the wind. Let's not do it anymore. Um, so what we wanted to do was define statistically where that point is. And we used a large data set. We used the ESO data set. And we just wanted to see how many attempts does it take to get to the ultimate success point. And some of the interesting things that we saw, just looking at non-drug-assisted uh, intubation. The first pass success with intubation was 69%, so right at 70%. Uh, the cumulative success, the highest it ever got was 88%, and that was at 10 attempts. So there's always that one guy, and in this patient set, 61,000 patients, that one guy intubated a patient 10 times, and guess what? He was not successful. So the point of this paper was to figure out at which point a light should have gone off and said, 
if it ain't working, maybe we need to try something else. So the way we did that was we looked at um, the cumulative success. So for example, the cumulative success after that first attempt was still 69%. There's been one attempt. The second attempt, it went up to 82%, then 87%, and then 88%. And then from attempts four through 10, it stayed at you know some fraction of 88%. So, and we did this for a couple of different intubation or a couple of different approaches to intubation um, and indications. So for cardiac arrest, for example, um, we figured out that the plateau point is four, which is still where it is for all intubations, not surprisingly, since 68% of these patients were in cardiac arrest. For non-medical, um, non-cardiac arrest medical patients and non-arrest trauma patients, the plateau point was at three. Uh, for sedation-assisted intubation, so that's some sedative without a paralytic, it was three. RSI, it was actually five. That was the highest in the group. Uh, Superglottics were three, and surgical airway was at one. So one of the other things that I found fascinating about this was just looking at what the first-pass success is. For a variety of reasons that I could bore you to tears with, first-pass success really needs to be our goal. Get it in on the first shot. Don't let them get hypotensive. Don't let them get hypoxic. Uh, When I talked about that plateau point of four four intubation attempts before you give up, that's a statistical plateau point. That has nothing to do with medicine, meaning a clinical plateau point. So each additional attempt comes at a real clinical cost to the patient. Um, Dr. Sackles has done some great research showing a dramatic increase in adverse events with each subsequent intubation attempt. For example, um, on the first, if you have a first-pass success, there's about a 12% uh, rate of adverse events. You go to two attempts, it goes up to 47%. So it is a massive increase in adverse events. Got to get it on the the first pass because of these uh, increased clinical costs to the patients. So there's a statistical point at four where you need to give up. Clinically, you should have given up long before then. The patient really needs that from us.